believe we have ended that. And uh, the last, the last Tuesday, and we talked a very um, interesting karmic relation with the individual and their life and their actions, and particularly very interesting and controversial discussions we have. Now, what the controversial in the sense, whether we are talking, between talking, whether we are eating, if you eat meat, if that has negativity or not, whether the vegetarians are totally pure or not, we talked that last Tuesday. And I did not have much time and the opportunity to give to the people whether they have any questions, particularly karma-related questions. And uh, so I would like to spend uh, quite a lot of, quite most of the time today, and if anybody have any questions regarding in one dharma pratics and the spiritual pratics, two uh, dealing with everyday life, three if you have difficulties of doing the doing your pratics. And uh, the fourth, this fourth, right? Fourth, if you have any questions of uh, love, making a life, making a living through various means, we touched that uh, funny subject last Tuesday too. We, we did talk. If you're working for uh, some company which you're doing bad somewhere, is that have the individual have any karma or not? And I'm quite sure a number of people are very uncomfortable with that. Because afterwards, a number of people came up and talked to me, but they did not have enough time to raise questions or raise the discussion. So a certain portion of that I would like to time to be involved in that. Because it's a very relevant question. Though it might not be strictly speaking of dharma, but it's very relevant in everyday life. Though I don't have answer, but we can still, I don't think I have answer for everything. But we can discuss and talk. So, any questions? Yeah. When we're doing our practice, sometimes there's distractions like the sunlight ring. Sometimes what? Sometimes there's distractions, like the telephone rings. <laughs> and anyway, so if I have to pick up the phone, um, I wasn't really sure if I'd be hurting, I don't know, if you have to dissolve everything that you've imagined or not. So I've been saying excuse me and then thank you for waiting. Nice of you. Will it hurt anything if you, like, if you stop mid-practice mid for some reason and um, if you just drop it there? Is it important? If you have to run to the bathroom, what would you do? I, I keep saying it. Keep saying it and going. <laughs> well. Right? Good. Well, if I'm talking to my friend on the phone, maybe, you know, maybe they shouldn't hear it. Yeah, it is very relevant. Yeah, that's right. You know what? Um, the Tibetans, Tibetans, sometimes they like to be able to know that you are, we, we say our prayers and prayers. <laughs> 
So we pick up the telephone. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay, and that is a really good question. But I'd like to know from somebody else. So what about you? You be a little too strict and too conservative. Uh, I'm not going to ask Mike. He'll <laughs> be conservative. Uh, who, who should I ask? Huh? Let's go to Jeff. The question is whether the form... In the middle of the prayer, if you are saying prayer or meditating, if the form rings in the middle of it, what would you do? Um, Has that ever happened to you? I have an answering machine on my phone. <laughs> okay, that's enough answer. So I, I wouldn't get up to uh, answer You won't. Okay, you ignore that. Okay. Mark will probably give you the same answer, right? Depends. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Oh yeah, good. Come on. <laughs> How do you make the decision? Joke. On the what basis? Um, it's really how I feel at the moment. But what I, uh, so sometimes if I'm really absorbed in the practice and I feel like I'm really um, relating with it, then I'll just... Um, Try not to even listen to the answering machine to see who it is <laughs> and hold my concentration. Other times if I'm uh, maybe more interested in who's on the other end of the phone than I am in my practice at the moment, I'll, uh, I will get up and answer it, but um, while maintaining an awareness that whatever it is that is visualized there is still there and, and so forth. And I try to uh, keep my practice with me sort of on pause, so to speak, <laughs> and then and then remember and go back to it. Learning two things, to do two things together, that's actually very good. Tony? Uh, pretty much feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously. <laughs> if I need to answer the phone, if it's important, then I'll... Uh, usually I don't. Usually I just let the thing go and pick it up later. Or the same well, thing. like this. Yeah. That's it. Like, yeah, like the telephone rings here, we don't bother. Well, that one, yeah. But also, sometimes I'll stop. If I stop, sometimes I start over again with the practice. Or sometimes From the beginning? Sometimes, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's where I'm at. You have all the time you want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Depending on which practice it is. That's another I, way. I select <laughs> when I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's I, another I, way. Like which you will not do it, which you will do it. Can you clarify a little more? Well, six sessions can take six minutes. <laughs> but if you're going to do a hundred thousand, I mean a hundred Vajrasattvas and a hundred Vajrayogins and stuff, it's going to take a while to do that. Mm -hmm. And when I've got all that going, I don't want to disturb it. So I might take a time today to do it where I know I won't be getting any business calls. Okay, well, that's, that's a different issue. I and mean, the hard question is, if mm -hmm. it happens but, while you are there, what are you doing? And that's a very good idea. So basically, let me now, let's conclude this. Basically, two ways of doing this. Two ways of doing it. Uh, two ways of doing it, right? One, I mean, like Mike says, you know, when you are really observed, you don't want to be bothered. You probably will not even hear the phone ringing. Um, just to interrupt, 
Only one. Yeah, I know. Well, if there is, if there's a fire in the kitchen or something, <laughs> you probably have to get up and do it. But um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You have to do it. Uh, but basically, let's say, if you are doing a products, you are like a refuge products or things like what do we say here? Like in Gatengate, Parangate, and meditating, or Muni Muni, or Taradu Taradu, Mane Pemewo, even Mimizavetis in Genesis. Um, uh, I don't think there's a problem for you to stop that and uh, listen to the telephone and converse, whatever you have to do, and uh, then put it out and then continue to do. I don't think, I mean, that might not be very good for you. If you, you may not feel it good by doing that sort of uh, products if you have been interrupted. Uh, it might not be that bad. Even in the sadhanas, even you are doing Yamantaka sadhana or Vajrayogini sadhana or any sadhanas, in the middle of the sadhana, if there is interruption and you have to talk or something, uh, if you don't have to, it's better, but if you have to, I think you can. You can. And at the moment, in that moment, I don't think you have to say excuse or thank you or anything, but at that moment, they sort of, you totally, uh, sort of, sort of go back in your normal status of mind and talk rather than visualizing, uh, the, 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 the Yamantaka with the <laughs> 16 heads which going to catch the telephone, which heads going to catch the telephone is the problem. Or if you are very, if you are very good at it, and you know that the hand which has this elephant skin, the elephant skin, you know what you do is put the elephant skin at the back and tie the knot on the neck and then pick up the telephone and talk. If you are good at it, that's what you do. Uh, but while you are in the middle of the mantra, while you are in the middle of the mantra, like that of Yamantaka or Bajayugini, like a paramantara or the mani hum and these things are uh, sort of permissible. I mean, it's, uh, it's okay. I mean, not okay, but it's easy. But uh, like the Yamantaka mantra or Bajayogini mantra, if you don't have to use another sound, that's the best. I better not. So the normally people will list whatever the number of mantra you are saying, you will not use another sound. You will make and you will not make another noise. If you have to talk, if you have to hello, that is another sound. So if you don't have to do that during the during the mantra only, mantra only, that is the better. And there are lamas like a second rumbuche. The number of times, you know, Sagun Rinpoche, um, the Sagun Rinpoche is a very close friend of my father and uh, student also. So, well, he was in Dharamsala when he was doing his meditation. I used to go in his room and try to talk to him a number of times. I did that. And sometimes he would show you the mala. He has a couple of them, like four or five of them. He said, sort of goes up to here and this. He will do that. So that means he has to go from this to that count, you know. So, I mean, that is the, anyway, it's uh, so funny and nice, but anyway, you get the message. Uh, 
So you don't want break, produce another sound. You may do any gesture, you know, uh, any gesture, physical gesture, but you're going to carrying them to that, so you're not going to break it. So the, during the mantra, particularly that of Bhaja Yogini or Yamantaka, of that category level. And I don't think you want to do that. And the rest of them is okay. But if you try to have a concentrated meditation, and good concentration, good focus, mixing and all this, and probably you don't want it. You don't want it. If you avoid, that's good. If you can avoid, that's good. And there are certain teachers in Tibet, traditionally, traditional teachers, and who do have their practice all the time in the front of them, and anybody comes in and then they keep on talking for two hours and then continue. They do that, and there also there people do that too. So it all totally depends on the individual. Whatever you feel comfortable, as Mark was mentioning, whatever you feel comfortable, you go according to that. One should not do is the period when you say the mantras of particular category. And if you're doing a concentrated meditation, then there's a total obstacle. One shouldn't do that. Even the ringing of the telephone itself is obstacle. So it can put off the ringer, put off. Most, most of the gadget these days, you can put off the ringer, so. But then don't forget to put it on. Yeah, any other questions? Yeah, Kimba. What's, um, what should one do if one can't separate their life, their, the daily life from the practice? You know, if you go to sit. I, I know you're supposed to maybe do concentrated meditation or something, but sometimes it's not even just thinking about the elements during your work or whatever, but just feelings from work, Russian, <coughs> or feelings from your life or whatever, Russian. And you can't, you know, continue. I mean, I know you said to read through it really quickly, but... Good question. It happens a lot. Yeah, that, that's a good question. Oh, but could you answer that? What do you think? Kathy? She has a very positive answer for that. <laughs> when you're trying to sit and focus on your meditation, you keep getting interrupted constantly by... No, I don't think so. But she said she doesn't have enough time to rest through. He has to rest through, or then what do we do? It's a timely thing, or it's the fact that when you sit down, your life still comes in and interrupts you trying to be there. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what she's saying. Not being able to settle her mind. Even just sitting isn't settling your mind. If you're going to, it's going to take all night. What do we do? Um, I'm sure you're going through that, right? Yeah, I haven't stopped going through that. <laughs> it continues, it continues. Um, I think my only thought on that is is remembering that that's exactly what we're working with, is trying to stabilize our mind, trying to bring in those qualities of being able to have the practice be actually alive in your life at all times. And that the, when you sit down, that's the time when things have a chance to really show themselves, and that's part of part of the difficulty of having a mind that's constantly scattered and plagued with um, difficulties and sorrows and sufferings. And, and it's our moment to see when those things 
even more clearly than when we're distracted with our work, and that can be the focus. And so that the, it's the very stuff that all of this is being working on, is recognizing that and having a little bit of patience and softness for yourself that those things are happening and knowing that that's what you're working to move from, but it's going to take time and when it happens, it's okay that it's happening. Just do what you can while you can and have the space for yourself to know that that's what you're going to expect to run into. And uh, it won't always be that way. It'll lessen some days are more difficult okay. than others. Okay. I'm sorry, I That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the thing is, you know, uh, it's also very interesting. You know, I, I always intend to, I always sort of do it. When Kimber asked this question, and you know, that question, we always try to advise on it. Either you or me. We always do that. I don't think that, I don't think we have to advise. I don't think, I don't know. You seeking, are you seeking advice? Maybe. Maybe you are. Maybe you're not. But it's very funny. I think, you know, it's always better that talk from our experience rather than giving as an advice. I'm not, I don't mean you particularly, but any sort of those questions when it comes and rises. The question rises and that question comes up. And you have to think. I think, and I try to remember what that happens to me and what do I do. What, do I remember that happens to me and what did I do? If that happens to me, what will I do? So that's, I think, in line which we should talk. Rather than we say, isn't that? Um, in one way. On the other hand, you also, it, you know, I mean, that, that's just my thought. And uh, it happens to me when I try to say my prayers or meditate and a lot of other things comes up in my mind. And sometimes, uh, without realizing, um, I do know I started my prayer, that the committed prayers. I started that. And sometimes without realizing, uh, suddenly I notice I'm raging at the end of something. And whether I'm finished it or I've said it or I've not said it, I don't even know. <laughs> and that happens with me. It's not only unique to you or anybody. I think it's happened and did happen to me. It's happening to me too. And did happen, it's happening. And I think it will happen too. So, and, um, and I'm sure it happens with everybody. Everybody. So do I consider myself, uh, when that happens, have I said my sadhana? Have I finished my sadhana? Or have I not? I do consider I have done it. <laughs> because I don't have another time to do it. <laughs> or don't like to do it. Or I'm lazy to do it. And it, you know, really true. And uh, so I do consider I have done it. Uh, presumably, hope, unquote, quote, unquote, whatever the words that come through your mouth, through your mouth has been completed. And you don't sort of really follow it mentally. And when you look it back, and probably your mind is not focused on a single one of them. It's just done. It's done. So that happens in life. 
And but I don't consider that as a broken uh, commitment or sadhana or anything. Is it done? And if you don't have to do that, if the focus comes, it's good. It's good and correct. But concentrated meditation is another issue. When you concentrated meditation, you try to appeal off the all different thoughts interrupting. And actually, what happens is, I believe, when you sit down and relax, the probably mind get for the first time chance to think of something rather than you are fully occupied with something else. So all sorts of worries, things, sadness, or happiness, or joy, all of them come up and say, acknowledge and say, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. This is what's happening. That's what's coming up. So some, some of them are so strong and they will take you to a trip. You go through that trip. And at the same time, but you started your thing saying by the mouth, and even probably go follow through. If it's a hundred million, it's just on the mouth, and the mala will automatically follow. Suddenly you realize that it comes on the guru beat, and it's went around. And so you consider that as a hundred, rather than try to go back. Unless some people have a funny habit of doing mala like this, you know, and, that is, and that is different. Then you jump 10 or 15 of them together, you know. So then that is a different, right? Otherwise, uh, that's happening. I think that happens with everybody. And I think uh, it's nothing. Uh, it's, is that good? No. Is it, do we have to worry about it? Probably not. And that's a part of it. Is that clear to you?